Hey everybody, Brian McCumber here with Tech Money Talks. I am really excited today because we have a very special guest on the podcast. We are fortunate to have Joshua McCall as a special guest on the show. And if you don't know who he is, then you're in for a real treat because Josh is the founder of Brick, which stands for Being Real is Quality. It is a movement brand with a mission to help feed the homeless and the less fortunate. Josh continues to raise the bar and has been keeping it real. This brother has been keeping it real the whole time. And if you're interested in starting an online business to make extra money, you better save this episode in your back pocket and listen to it over and over again because the stories and the tips you're going to learn here will give you the opportunity to quickly launch your own business while making the world a better place. Josh has been a, become a local hero by building the Brick brand. He has been backing up his words with his actions by consistently taking it to the streets, feeding the less fortunate. He has been making a difference in people's lives and has a lot to share with the world today. I am so happy to have him on the show. Josh, thanks for joining us, man. How's it going? Hey, what's going on, man? Going uh, I'm excited to be on here. <laughs> it's a blessing to be able to be here and talk with you, man. Like, I'm just trying to do my thing. And like you said, just be positive and reach out to the streets and give back to my community, man. That's the main thing. That's awesome, man. Hey, well, I'm glad to have you on the show. And uh, man, you've been making a big difference. And that's why I'm really excited about it. And it's different than what other guests, you know, have done on the show, because, you know, you really have a real mission and a passion behind what you're doing, helping other people. So I think this is going to be a really awesome podcast. And But to, for the audience to take a step back, how about you uh, start with like sharing your journey into uh, into e-commerce and, and starting this brand? Um, well, yeah, of course. Uh, basically, I say about six months ago, um, I was going through a struggle of my own with being in and out of jobs. I had a really good job that I love to do um, at Schultz Steel Company. It was basically where we were, you know, um, creating um, landing gears for planes and creating certain metals for tanks and stuff for the Army. And I thought that was going to be, like, what I was going to do until I figured out, like, my way, like, what was my purpose, what I want to do. So I've always been involved in art, whether it was drawing, music, and the whole scenery, fashion. and I ended up losing that job and that ended up coming at a really bad time because, you know, expenses like all of us go through, whether it's rent, whether it's keeping up with purchases for what we love to do on a regular basis, you know, hanging out with family, paying for gas, everything. Yeah. And I was just at a short term loss, like where I was trying to figure out what was the next step, what was next for me. And I had a lot of money that I came up on because um, I do music, like I had mentioned. And when I got some money, it basically was something that I wanted to invest into back in the streets, you know, whether it was like, you know, giving back to the homeless specifically or just helping kids get something like, I've always been a giver because, you know, more comes back to you in many ways when you give. And that's when I went to the streets with my girlfriend and one of my good friends, Jared. Um, shout out to Jared. Uh, yeah, and we basically we're out there taking pics and stuff, but I had a whole bunch of food that I wanted to give out. Um, and I passed out at least like 12 plates of food and some water and it felt really good. And after that, when I was heading back home, I just had to thought like, it's, it's real to be a quality person. You know, you should want to be real with yourself first, of course, 
but then be real with people next to you, you know, your neighbor, anybody, because you want that same energy coming back to you. And when I said being real is quality out loud, that's when my friends and my girl said, that's something you should write down, like stick with. (laughs) And two months later, I ended up trademarking it and um, put it on shirts. Yeah. And I always love to wear my own clothes, you know, that's like my thing. Like I have my own style. Yeah. And, I always said I was going to make my own shoes because I used to play basketball like Jordan. But, you know, that that dream didn't happen. (laughs) So uh, I just continued doing my thing with putting my own, you know, my saying, my phrase, being real quality on shirts and different things that I would wear. And eventually people wanted to buy it. So that's when I was like, oh, this is perfect. I trademarked it, so I might as well, you know, see if I can make a purchase off of it. Um, And this could fund what I would want to do. And I got a really good amount of people um, requesting shirts and it was really in demand. And that's when I seen like, okay, like what if I did a website? And I was watching a lot of different things on what websites good, like Wix and everything else. And the whole nine and I saw Shopify, it kept popping up on Instagram. And you know how we get those little uh, sponsor videos. Yeah. I just kept seeing that on my timeline. And I was like, let me just check this out. <laughs> and Ended up uh, looking into it, and I seen it wasn't that bad of a price monthly, um, but only if you were going to get that amount of customers. You know, as long as it was consistent, I was going to be fine with it. But if it wasn't going to be something I wanted to do, then I wasn't going to do it. But they had a two-week free trial. Y'all should definitely try that out. You know, it's free. You don't even have to pay for it, enter a card or nothing. And once you figure it out, how to set it up and inventory and everything else i was just basically studying there for two weeks and actually never ended up selling clothes through there but since i seen how extensive it was and i could learn a lot from it i just said you know let me just see where it goes and took the opportunity bro and it turned into something really good after the first month our return of investment was nice and yeah. my brother just kept going and and I kept getting motivated to do more. And once I got the money, I was like, I can turn this into a nonprofit as well. Like that's when I started Brick Community, and I started putting together like forms and everything, and allowing myself to get ready so I can actually sign people up to become like a member, a part of the group, so we can go out and pass food. And you saw how I do my videos. That's just for proof of people, you know, who are skeptic as to what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, it's seeing if it's real because you know how there's all these types of scams out here on uh, uh, GoFundMe and all that. So I had to do that just to show proof. But I try not to include, you know, people's faces just for the respect of, you know, their own privacy. Um, yeah. But awesome. It, it was just something I really took lead to. And I always knew I had something in me to do more for more, my, more than myself. And that's when I figured doing this is my thing. Wow, man, that's powerful, man. Yeah, for sure. And you touched on a lot of really good topics here. And uh, but even to, to to take a step back, you know, maybe even describe, you know, your journey as you uh, as you decided to, you know, build the brand. Like, did you did you buy inventory or were you doing like print on demand? Oh well, as far as that, um, I knew about the different things that they have, like um, print on demand through Shopify, or, you know, I've always been the type of person that cut the middle man out and do it yourself or find a, find a way to just get straight to it. So that way, not only are you making the most profit for yourself, but for what you're trying to do. 
And yeah. since I figured that, you know, people who are who are going to be skeptic and not want to help me find what I'm doing, I need to find a way to resource, you know, my brick community and build a foundation for that and get brick merch money for myself to keep investing in building a brand. So um, I connected with a couple of different people. Um, a guy that I know that prints on shirts. Um, I know a family. Uh, they live in Long Beach, where I'm from. So I started getting up with him, and he started putting me on the game as to, like, what software to use and how, uh, what techniques there are, you know, as far as uh, direct-to-garment, whether it's vinyl, whether it's screen printing. And I personally do screen printing and vinyl. And oh. I, all of them are really good. I have some that are embroidered. But when I figured out that I can find a cheaper source in person, I can allow myself to, you know, build up a uh, following first and then see who would want to order stuff. And if it was going to be profitable, like for instance, if I was going to have only three people a week, I didn't want to do a manufacturing where I just have a whole bunch of physical copies and products and which is money basically sitting in my room. Yeah. And, and, and what if nobody was going to buy that specific design because I was having designs like endlessly. So that's when I figured what if I do, you know, a, a custom colorway and I can have people come pick up what they want and they can come give me the money or sell it or cash app it to a third party, whatever works for you and or the website. And then you can contact me and then I can adjust it or modify the product how you want it. And then you can get and be satisfied with your overall product because you got what you want and not just what something is, you know, displaying there. So uh, I figured that worked for me better. But when I started building a following, that's when I took key to looking in the uh, manufacturers where I can get the actual product, T-shirts and sweats and everything like that. So I continue to just build relationships with people um, directly as far as brands, where I can get the items I need and, and the stuff to put on the items and keep it that way. So I just only sell through Shopify. Because it's a way to make it look professional and display it for, you know, other people who are trying to look into what you're doing. And, yeah, so that's why I keep it going. Yeah. And not wasting money. <laughs> yeah, not wasting money. And, and then you're helping out the local community, too. So if you're working with yeah. the local printers or, you know, people that can work on it, you know, they're getting some business, too, while you're, while you're building this movement. And uh, it's just a community effort right and and i think you even have a uh a section of brick it's called like brick community you want to talk a little bit about that yes yes brick community um which is my direct um non-profit organization i basically every month with 25 percent of the proceeds that i make every month from brick merch i put that into a direct fund for brick community so every month I gather like my close friends who are a part of it with me and do it with me monthly. And we sit down and talk about what would be the next thing to do. Like what's the next good thing to do that we can bring people into the community and want to, you know, do something positive to give back. You know, it's all this stuff going on with plastics and oil in the ocean. Like just everything's crazy. So I have different like ideas that I put together, whether it be, on this day, we're going to go give clothes and socks to homeless people, or this day we're going to give food and water 
this day we're going to go do a street sweep and clean, you know, through an alley or down the street or something, you know? And th- that's, that's how we kind of uh, keep it growing. Like we're always pitching ideas and the more that we add people into it, the more that people are going to be drawn into actually wanting to get involved and the people who are investors and people who are looking to get into something positive for the community, which we're trying to take international, you know, uh, eventually, but we're starting with our community, LA community, Long Beach community, and every city within we can reach, you know, um, with the funding coming in. And we just do it by that, by, you know, determining how much profit is coming in. 25% goes directly to it. And yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, that's really it. <laughs> for, for the audience, I mean that that's huge. I mean that that's a big percentage, twenty five percent, and it goes to show you know the commitment that you have, you know, wanting to put and, and make a difference, and that's awesome. So uh, even for the audience and and even potential corporate sponsors out there, how would what's the best way to uh, to find Brick or Brick Community directly through BrickMerch.com. My website has everything, displaying my clothes, displaying videos or YouTube links. Um, I have blogs to show you the videos and pictures and the mission statement, the background, everything. Um, I have my numbers for the contact as well, displayed on the contact us at the bottom of my website. So it's very various ways you can get in contact with me. I'm always on Instagram, always try to stay active on our social media so that way we can actually get involved and connect with different people who are doing things in community and around the world. Yeah, man, that's really awesome. And even to take a step back, like, so what, uh, I'm curious, like what led to the, like the passion behind this, you know, wanting to to make a difference and and help others? Honestly, I have to give credit to God first. Um, And my family, um, uh, my dad and my mother, they both were giving people, um, uh-huh. even though they they ended up, I wasn't in a household where they were together. Uh, my parents were divorced, but they both showed me what love is and showed me what compassion is and empathy and sympathy is for the next individual. My dad is also a pastor, so I guess you could say yeah. that's a reason as to why too, but um, I've just always seen what it, what good does for you, you know. Yeah. Um, it's better to do good than to do bad because good is always going to come back. I believe in energy and karma and all of that. Like what yeah. energy you put out into the world is always going to come back. So I'd rather do something positive. And I've always, I've never been the type of person where I've looked at somebody and looked at them and said, you're under me or you're beneath me. You know, because I know what it's like to struggle. I know what it's like to have nothing. And I know what it's like to have something. And at the end of the day, the materials and all that don't matter to me. It's more just about what do I feel inside? Like, what do I feel accomplished with at the end of the day when I put my head to rest at night? And I know I feel good when I'm making other people feel good or putting them on the game or what they need to know or educating certain people so they can go get what they need to get in life. So. Yeah, that's when everything just started falling into place, and I just took it upon myself to just believe in it. Like I don't have anything else to do. I don't have a job. I can't get a job, you know, which is ridiculous, you know. But the economy's always growing, and we're all going through stuff, man. So yeah. 
I'd rather just at least live my life trying to better myself and better the people rather than take, take, taking, you know, and just being selfish. Yeah. It takes work. It takes work to be selfless. Yeah, powerful and very well said. I mean, you know, it's like that that sense of fulfillment behind it, and I can I can relate to it to a certain degree. Um, you know, it's part of the reason why I had started my tech company. And just to like give you a little uh, background about myself, like I, I've been in technology since the dot com boom, meaning like the beginning of, of <laughs> you know when Google yeah. was just starting out and Amazon was just so you know. <laughs> And uh, but long story short, you know, there was a, you know, the dot com crash and, you know, tens of thousands of people were laid off. And there is one particular telecom company. Um, I won't mention the name of the company, but it has two T's in it. And they in one day laid off like three or four thousand people. And it was a, a friend of mine that, that I knew. Uh, he was one of them laid off and he had a wife, he had two daughters and, uh, wow. couldn't find a job. And, um, you know, he reached out to me and he said, uh, he was from France and he said, Brian, uh, he's like, I can't find a job, but I do have this connection to sell these, uh, they were called GSM cell phones, which are international cell phones at the time. And he said, you know, I have a connection to the summit at wholesale can you be, build me an e-commerce uh, site? And so this was way back in the day. It was before Shopify. And I think it was even before wow. Yahoo Store, which was a shopping platform uh, back then too. Uh, so, you, you know, me being a techie, and I was like, you know, yeah, sure. So I, I coded it, developed him an e-commerce site. And long story short, um, you know, he was getting sales. I mean, and he was selling like, uh, because he got a wholesale, he was selling to those cell phone shops. So the shops were buying like, you know, 200 Nokia's of this or a hundred Ericsson wow. that. And long story short, I mean, this became his livelihood to the point where, you know, they were able to live off of it. And then he opened up his own cell phone shop in Chicago and then eventually opened one in LA and he's, you know, just been kind of, you know, living it up since then. Uh, but that sense of fulfillment that, you know, I was like, wow, you know, I could, create something and you know this person was in need and it became you know their livelihood you know they were able to live off of that i was like man i could do this for others and you know that's what you know started my tech company and you know relating to that sense of fulfillment that you know being able to you know to build something or provide something uh, whether it be a service or a product uh you know that sense of fulfillment and making a difference is really powerful Yes, man, that's awesome. Like, you lay down everything, and that's to be able to allow some, to be able to open the gate, in a sense, for somebody, that's what makes it great. Like, and the, that's amazing, yo. Like, I didn't know you had this, something like that, and to know that, that's that's a blessing, man. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, I can, I can relate to what you're doing, for sure. And, uh, and maybe even share share a story. Do you have any like uh, uh, some stories with with the audience? Let's anything uh, that's been impactful, like delivering, you know, food or, or making a difference in in someone's life. Um, a real big story to me. I actually have a story about um, when I was working security one time at yeah. Comic Con because um, that's what I do on the side to earn money to invest in myself is doing um, event security. 
And at the time, me and my friend Kyle were doing it together and we were working in a hotel. And the biggest moment I ever like had happened to me, like just to understand myself and what I need to do more of. And for this brand, I met this man named Sylvester, a homeless man um, in the hotel. And it was the most, it was the most spiritual awakening experience I've ever had in my life, to say the least. Like, wow. um, the man, the man was just talking to me and Kyle and asking us our names. And he asked me if I knew God because of my name. And I said, yes, of course. I told him about my father. I told him about, you know, I know what Jeshua means. And I know I'm a leader by, you know, the name. And he was like, exactly. And so on and so forth, um, to summarize it up, uh, we were, we were on security on the job, so we our uh, protocol was to, you know, lead everybody outside that wasn't staying at the hotel. And of course, with people being homeless, you know, you're not supposed to have them on the property. So, so the hotel said. And um, we actually experienced where the security guards of the actual hotel came and talked with us and was wondering why we hadn't escorted the guy off. And it's because he wanted to use my phone to call his brother. And now this man, he was going through a hernia experience. He had prostate cancer and many other things. So he was, imagine him slumped over, a guy that could barely stand straight. His basket is neat. You know, how you usually see baskets is full of things. His was, it was just a different experience. Like for him to be well-spoken and, mm-hmm. and well-mannered and he held his composure at all times. I've never met, you know, a, a person you know, homeless at this stage before. It was either people who I've dealt with people on drugs or different things and people who have been, you know, in their right mind. But at the same time, with this experience, it just felt like a God experience for me. Uh, not to make it so spiritual, but the man asked me for my phone. And the main thing of it, um, to give you a quick background, I had got money stolen from me when I first started Brick um, by a homeless person. And and you could imagine the feeling of, of yeah. being lied to by somebody and losing uh, $500 plus cash to someone. And all you're trying to do is use that money because that's your only money you have left to invest into yourself. And imagine how you could feel wearing a brick shirt, a being real quality shirt, but having the sense of anger and, and emotion running through you, wanting to do all kinds of things, but you had to respect what you stand for. Yeah, You know, I I believe in, you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. And to believe in my brand, I couldn't do anything but allow that man to just, to believe myself and say, he needed it more than I did. You know, I, I can find a way to make money again yeah. when he's trying to figure things out. And so being in the present in San Diego, the man had dropped the same exact amount that the man had sold for me. Wow. Uh, and months prior to that. And I couldn't believe it. And and the security guards didn't notice at all. The other security guards who were really trying to escort him out. So when they escorted him out, I had picked up the money and went to the bathroom and washed it off and counted it all and couldn't believe what I was looking at. And I'm in the bathroom, but I, I never once looked in the mirror. I looked only at the money and the flesh part of me, you know, the shell that we living in as a spirit. I couldn't believe, like, wow, like, am I really going to sit here and have this money or am I going to take it back to this guy? And happened to look up in the mirror and saw myself and said, I couldn't do it. 
Yeah. You know, I, I need to get this man his money. He's going through way worse than I am. So how could I how could I push a brand and want to have this money in my consciousness? Yeah. And I went outside, talked to the guy, and the craziest thing happened to where he told me a story of his family. Um, and he prayed over the whole situation. He prayed over me and, and thank God in front of me while going through this situation. And seeing that made me, change in a completely different way you know like I can never lose my grip or lose my temper with anybody no matter what because this guy held his composure while the security guards were cussing at him telling him different things and and thinking he was a madman talking about can I can you order me a taxi when he had money first of all but they were thinking since he was homeless he was probably on drugs you know and that he wouldn't even have money to take a taxi and it was just a it was just a looking at the whole overall situation just changed my perspective at life, at being a man at that point. And I knew that I had to go hard for what I believe in or, you know, just sit back and not let it happen. So, and of course, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> man, yeah, powerful story. And yeah, I mean, goes to show, I mean, you know, the level of character and, and dealing with that. And um, yeah, just really powerful for sure. What has been like some of the challenges that you that you had to overcome uh getting it off the ground? Um, I would say first, um, uh, for people who who are like me and don't have a job, wait until you have enough capital. Wait until you have enough capital to actually invest into what you're doing, unless you're a big risk taker like I am. Like I believe in just shooting your shot or don't shoot it at all. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so um, but if you want to be, you know, logical about it and have probability, I would say, you know, focus on getting your capital first because I went through the whole process of, you know, trial and error, buying a lot of merch and seeing that nobody didn't really like those designs. And so you have to invest in the just doing different things, you know, buying the trademarks to buying your LLC papers or whatever it is that you're trying to do, your sole proprietorship papers, all that is money, you know? So you have to be ready to invest and be ready to keep account of all of those things so that you won't, you know, uh, lose track of your finance and lose track of things that you need to keep up with because when you open a business, it's important to keep up with that stuff because otherwise you'll have IRS and all kinds of people coming after you, you know, for their money, you know, that you're not paying back. And and so I would say just be ready to experience something that you never experienced before if you never open up a business, but enjoy the ride, you know, because it's going to be worth it when you work for it and you see it come to fruition, how you see it, the vision in your head, because everybody's going to go through ups and downs. You have to think about it with your life. You know, you're not always going to be happy. You're not always going to be sad, but as long as you focus on that, everything is good, it's good. And everything is always going to come good if you look at it like that, you know. So, um, but the main thing I would say is just have capital because you're going to have expenses first. And then remember that you won't, you'll have those days where you're not making sales. I mean, if, if, you, if you, unless you just have that, you know, backing, you know, where it's a lot of people just, you know, keeping your business fully building. But I mean, for me, it was a it was a trial and error, losing money and gaining money, you know. But I've been enjoying it nonetheless, and it's been building. So I'm appreciating the process of it because it's only been six months for me. Um, so 
Wow. I'm just trying to see how, where it goes in the long run, of course, because it's not something I'm doing just to do. Yeah. Well, hey, man, for six months, and uh, I mean, you got my attention, and I could see what you're doing already, and hopefully the audience is picking up on that because everything you just described, I mean, you've been treating your business like a business, number one. And, you know, you're not just half in, you know, you're all in and, and being persistent about it. And, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, talk about that uh, for the audience, like, you know, the mindset and, and the persistence to, you know, to not give up. Yeah, man. Um, you just got to remember to love yourself. I would say first, remember what it, what it means to love yourself. And that's mind, body, and soul. And whatever you do is, you got to love, you know, you can't, I mean, some people wake up to go on the things that they don't love to do, but you have to have that balance, you know, like I consider it as a recharge for me. Like I stay dedicated to anything I do. You have to stay dedicated. You have to want to be willing to learn. And my favorite quote that I always hold to me is without struggle, there is no progress without failure. There is no progress. And that's by Frederick Douglass, you know? So, Mm. and you can carry quotes by anybody that just holds something to you. And with that, that meant a lot to me because I felt a lot in life. I felt that I failed a lot in life, but then I had to look at those as learning situations, you know, like yeah. you can't, you can't say you fail when you are still waking up today and, or you waking up tomorrow and you have a job to go to, or you have just family to see friends to see, you know, and that want to see you or whatever it may be. That's good to you. You can't say that you're losing at that point. You got to see it as you're winning. You're you're not on the other side because we don't know what's on the other side or what's under the six feet underground. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to stay dedicated, stay humble, and remember to just love yourself and love what you do and always do something good for yourself a day. I would say that because that's been something I do for myself, whether it be <laughs> lady buy yourself perfume go get your nails did man go get you know some cologne you know go get a haircut go eat go get a drink you know i yeah. always treat myself out because i feel i deserve that you know every day i'm alive i deserve to bless myself you know it could be something as simple as sitting in the house reading a book eating dragon fruit you know <laughs> you know like oh, that's just me though you know you gotta appreciate yourself you gotta love yourself because then it's gonna motivate you to keep going yeah <laughs> I did try dragon fruit the other day too. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. That, that's a great uh, tip too, about just, you know, being mindful about, you know, treating yourself each day too. Cause it's about, you know, having balance. You're going to be working through, but um, you know, uh, you also got to live, you know, live and enjoy your life too. And uh, you know what the, it reminded me of? So maybe even this, describe for the audience you know now as, as you've been building your business what's what's been one thing that's like been working for you like what's been like you know really really popping off for you whether if it's you know type of product or you know something that you're doing as you're as you're building your business i would say for me what's been working is is really just your approach and knowing your audience like for me um because i do music i know a lot of people and I go to a lot of events and because I work security events, I'm in a lot of places where it's 
perfect for networking if you're going to do this. If you're going to do business, you know, you have to network. You have to speak to people unless you have money to, for a marketing team. For me, I do everything. I'm my graphic designer. I'm my marketing team person. I'm my photographer unless I'm working with photographers, you know. So I'm always trying to learn how to do something. And for me, what I know works is, is staying active in meeting people. Like, if I'm if I'm opening the door for somebody, you know, like at the mail, uh, you know, USPS, you know, and they say, oh, thank you. You know, you spark a conversation to see where that conversation goes, because 10, yeah. 10 people always want to know what 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 a person is doing, you know, or what or talk about their self, you know, at least. And that always leads to a conversation. So that's how I look at it. And I market myself within that. And I always carry stickers with me uh, for my brand. So I'm always passing out stickers. So oh, yeah. um, whatever it may be, you know, <laughs> like I use that as a tool um, and send it forwards. People should do that a lot too. Um, I tend to do that every day. I used to do that with my music when I used to want to get my music really buzzing. Um, just send my song to like 20 people a day. But now I do that with my business. I send notifications to 20 people a day you know, or my videos or my brick community stuff to 20 people a day on different social medias and post it on different sites and, you know, just get yourself out there. You know, that's, that's what's been working for me, you know, and I'm getting exposure and people will love you because they'll really see what you're doing, no matter what it is you're doing, because you're going to attract what you put out there, you know, so the people that you want to see yourself is going to see it one day or eventually, you know? Yeah. Man, that's awesome for sure. And, uh, you know, it reminded me of another thing that, uh, so as you're starting to build your business, uh, like, what are you doing to like, like self-educate yourself to like stay on the edge or, or learn, you know, deep, deeper parts of the business so that you can make this even bigger and better? Um, like I said uh, previously, I network a lot. Um, I try to stay involved with like-minded people or people who are just doing what I'm doing, like, period um so that in that sense i mean like whether i'm meeting other painters you know like because then we can draw ideas together and put together our minds to create an idea for something i might put on a shirt or a hoodie or whatever it is um and i can make that or i hang out with my friend maya she's a designer so we put together clothes and me and my girlfriend like she looks at clothes all day because she's a model so i'll go to a store and see items and and just draw the schemes for myself. And I just try to stay active meeting the people because that's how I'm learning. And as far as ideas on clothing and, and merchandise, but as far as the marketing and everything like that, I'm really just reading articles. Like Shopify does a really great service to um, giving you articles. When you make your own website, they have stuff for you to read daily. You know, they, they give you ideas of how other people started their companies and what was their story and different things like that. And, and that's a blessing because you're able to relate to somebody else when you, you, you hear their stories of, oh, man, I struggle too, you know, and then I ended up making my first million in my first year, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, which I hope is my story. But, you know, uh, that's, that's what people do. You know, you put your, your information out there and you talk to people and, and you get encouraged by other people and they share their knowledge with you. And then you end up eventually teaching them and that's how you grow. That's how I grow. Yeah, no, that's awesome for sure. 
Yeah. And, and just to, just to touch on that. Yeah. For the audience, um, you know, Shopify. Yeah. Even though they have the platform, but they have, yeah, that knowledge base where there's a lot of articles coming out the blog and, and all of them either success stories from other, you know, Shopify owners or, um, lessons and tips that are out there that that's really helpful. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. That's a really good resource. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, that's awesome. And you mentioned, uh, like given reading books, is there a book that that's been, Oh popular? yeah. Well, what would yeah, I'm sorry. To, sorry to cut you off. <laughs> yeah, no, go ahead. I can see you already got some <laughs> in your mind. So yeah, share that with the audience, you know, some of the, some of the books that uh, the audience should pick up on. Yes, sir. So one, I read uh, a book. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Robert Kiyosaki. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Robert Kiyosaki is a guy that talked about the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad. If you ever get the time to just browse through videos and just hear him talk, um, his mind is really, you know, great. You know, it, and he relates to you very well in the text as you're reading it. I read that book, and another book is Cash Flow Quadrant, which yeah. allows you to see where your placement is in the scale of business and just working period. So you know where you need to be, where you're at or where you want to be, you know where you're working to be and how to get there. Yeah. So those are two main books that I read um, Did you ever in play the, over a span of a year. Did you ever play that cash flow game uh, that goes along with the book? There's a, so um, we read it and, uh, and, and he touches on it. So there's a board game that's called cash flow and and you sort of play out like that scenario similar to like a monopoly and uh but you could play cash flow and it's about you know you start off you know with earned income but then you're doing business or investment activity to build up your passive income and uh, and with that you know you're building your passive income uh you know winning the race is when your passive income exceeds your earned income and basically he calls it getting out of the rat race and uh, like it's, it's a pretty fun game me and the i got two boys and and my wife and we we play that as a family it's been pretty fun that's awesome yeah i've never uh, <laughs> played the game myself but i definitely want to play it now yeah check it out for sure it's definitely so like everything that you liked about you know especially if you read you read both those books cash flow quadrant and rich dad poor dad uh, the game, you know, all those principles go in it and you're basically, you know, playing the game and playing out those principles in there. And yeah, it's, it's pretty fun for sure. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Definitely. We'll be checking that out today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what was one of were you thinking about another book that, uh, that was coming to mind? If you guys want to check out a book by TD Jakes, it's called instinct. And I read that book when I was younger in high school, and that helped me to identify myself just as to how I respond to things, like why am I angry or why am I, why do I feel these ways on these days? Why do I see Rudy? You know, whatever it is I'm going through emotionally and just with myself, that's a really good book just to find out where you are in life and how to you know, stop those triggers, you know, or how to identify those triggers, I should say. Yeah. Um, you know, how to things that you don't like, you know, you necessarily consider weaknesses, you know, and how to turn them into your strength. It's really good. Tech. Wow. Wow. Man, that's really awesome. 
And uh, so one thing that, that came to mind is, is uh, so now as, as you've been building it and, and you know, helping people, uh, you know, what, what is like a, uh, in running your business, what does like a day in your life look like as you're building things out? Well, like, basically, today's a perfect example. Um, I'm with my friend Kyle Barton, and um, we're going to go actually go buy some merch, um, some physical products for uh, customers and just for a new collection I have coming out um, for fall and winter, um, sweatsuits, um, all types of colors. And I'm going to go get products that I'm going to drive back from L.A., downtown L.A., to Long Beach, um, to me and my friends that earlier they'll be printing for me and get some merch printed so I can have it up later to promote and do some photo shoots later tonight and um, kind of some stuff on the website <laughs> to let people know what's coming soon. That's really all I do is just modifying the website, modifying what to do with myself, um, how I can be better as a person. Um, I'm, I, I only spend an hour a day at least meditating whether it is like just breathing and and laughing like i always make sure it's always something that i do for like an hour like wow. and it's crazy like i don't even plan it it just happens and when i know like say like i i listen to something funny like i watch a video i spend like the next hour watching something funny <laughs> or whatever like is making my day at that moment like sometimes i'll even wake up thinking of a song and i'll play that song however many times I need to um, until I need to change this up. Yeah. I do like that. Like, that's me through the day. And then I just spend the (laughs) night. That's it. That's cool. That's how it is. Yeah. And I did catch, like, on your Instagram account, uh, like, even some of the videos as you're kind of, like, singing along with the songs. Uh, Even describe, like, for the audience, like, your mindset behind that. Seems like you enjoy it quite a bit. Yeah, like for me, um, I do freestyle sometimes on my page. Um, I I go by the name Bobby Danks under a label, IDSM Entertainment, for music. Um, but I post videos on my personal page, on my I Am J. McCall page, just to, you know, for people who listen to my music, I haven't put anything out in a while. Um, for different reasons I won't uh, disclose, but um, definitely it's it's fun. Like, and I I love the reaction when people who do music in a while like you know comment or see it, and then they want me to do more, which I'm probably gonna drop this music soon. Um, I do all types of music, whether it be jazz, whether it be rap. Um, I'm trying to get into learning how to play more instruments and. Yeah, like that's just my thing. <laughs> so sometimes I'll go over videos of me during the day, just me and me, just having fun, just so people can see the real me too. Because I know I have to do that. I tend to be like more. I'm a really like, like uh, to myself person, um, but at the same time, I'm very social. You know, like I can be extroverted, but I'm very introverted. But like, you know, I know I to stay active. I have to you know, display things on my page so people are always interested in what's going on the next. So you keep yourself relevant, too, in a sense, I guess you could say. And and I just remembered, you know, I've been talking about that. I did catch that you just had uh, your birthday just the other day, right? Turned 23. Yeah. Turned 23. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, yeah. man. 
That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. It was a blessing to be alive, man. Yeah. It was a blessing to be here. Well, I tell you, man, at 23 and, and you know, with the mindset that, that you have and the way that you're, that you're running your business and you're helping a lot of people, um, man, man, you're really, you're ahead of the game here for sure. I say stick with it. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Cause you're doing great things for sure. And if you're only six months into it, you know, that, that says a lot. Thank you all love, brother. I appreciate you for this opportunity to even talk with you. It's been a pleasure meeting you, man. Oh, that's awesome, man, for sure. Well, as we get uh, close to wrapping up the show here, um, you know, oh, actually, I just remembered, is it cool to follow up with you later in the year, see how things are going, bring you back on the show? Oh, yeah, definitely. I would love to be back. <laughs> Hopefully we can, by then, I can fly out there to see you and we can have a drink or two and discuss business. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that'd be awesome, man. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Actually, we also put together a uh, Chicago meetup group here where a lot of uh, like-minded individuals work in their e-commerce business. We call it uh, Dropship Chicago, and uh, and it's been growing. We started it earlier this year, and um, and yeah, I mean, you be able to, to not only meet myself, but then a lot of other people that are uh, that are crushing it in e-com. So uh, that'd be really cool for sure. Sounds amazing, man. Can't wait. Put a date on. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Well, hey, I want to give you a chance to leave some closing remarks before we wrap up the show here. So I'll let you take it away. Um, definitely. Like I said before, it's been a pleasure having this discussion with you, man. I want to thank everyone from family to friends my girlfriend everybody that's just been involved in helping brick community and anybody that wants to get involved you can reach me at my instagram pages that's the most reliable source that i'm going to respond directly um because i have other people managing other sources for me in the instagram brick community b-r-i-q community bricks merch b-r-i-q merch and you can find my website at brickmerch.com and if you guys message me, anybody that's been listening to this podcast, shout out my man and send me a message, and I'll give you a discount. Shout out to Tech Money Talks. <laughs> that's awesome, man, for sure. And yeah, actually, I'm going to be buying uh, some merch as well. I actually definitely like the the T-shirt, and I saw, hopefully, well, I got to look for that, the uh, the winter cap here in Chicago before the winter, I'm going to need one of those brick win uh, winter snow caps uh, on there. So, yeah, I'll be placing my yeah. order soon as well. Got you, man. I'll have some <laughs> exclusive stuff ready. <laughs> oh, that'll be awesome, man. For sure. Well, hey, it's been great having you on the show, brother. I really appreciate your time. And, yeah, I'll stay in touch, man. Thank you. I'll be looking forward to it. Much love, my brother. So I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Tech Money Talks. I hope everything was helpful and thought-provoking and somewhat entertaining. If you want to learn more about this topic, please let me know so I know what to focus on in future episodes. My goal is to teach people how to make money with the opportunities that technology can bring. 
And if you like this episode, please show your support by subscribing, leaving an awesome review. And in the meantime, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. My tag name is Tech Money Talks. Thanks again. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Peace.